Hello, everybody. How are you doing? You know who this is. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas show. I want to say hello to everybody, all the new people. Hello, all the old people. Hello to you as well. Episode number 146. Can we just dive right into it? Can we just dive right into it? Let's do it. The doomsday clock. I was you seeing in the news all every year the doomsday clock. We're this close to midnight. Midnight meaning doomsday when the world will come to an end. And it moved to ninety seconds to midnight. Ooh, that's scary. Ooh, right? It moves forward, it moves back, depending on how we are acting as a global society. Artificial intelligence could destroy us, climate change could destroy us, war could destroy us, nuclear weapons. All these things that can destroy us and we're moving closer and closer to doomsday by using this clock as a, as a, as a, as a measuring stick, a metaphorical doomsday clock, you dig? But quite frankly, that probably won't happen anytime soon in real, in real life, right? And even if it did, what are you going to do about it? If the world blows up, you won't know about it anyway, because you know, the world will have blown up. But let's talk about our personal doomsday clock because we do have personal doomsday clocks something that tells us when we are moving closer and closer to danger right think about it on a daily on a maybe twice a year basis maybe once a year depending on how often you go to the doctor your doctor is your personal doomsday clock think about it if you're in good health hey you're doing great chuck right and the doomsday clock doesn't move at all or it moves such a small amount that it's hey it's normal you know you're getting an older but you're in great shape you're gonna live to a hundred bill and you're 46 bill you're doing great bill oh you're in great shape so the doomsday clock is a doomsday clock but you're looking good on the doomsday clock right because it just just a little bit it didn't move close to you croaking no it's easing why because you're taking care of yourself you're taking care of your health you got good genetics and you're listening to what the doctor says oh it shouldn't even be called the doomsday clock. If you're getting good news, it should be called hey, hey, hey clock. That's what they should call it, the hey, hey, hey clock, not the doomsday clock. They should only call it the doomsday clock if something bad's happening, right? But a lot of people will go to the doctor and the doctor will tell you, you need to do certain things. And if you don't do certain things, ooh, bad things can happen to you. You got to lose weight. You got to eat better. You got to have this surgery. You got to take this medicine. Because if you don't take this medicine, it'll move closer to doomsday. You got to take these pills. Because if you don't take these pills, it's going to move ooh, two seconds to midnight on your personal doomsday clock because your sick butt might croak. You better lose weight. It's not going to kill you right now, but it's going to take years off your life later on. And there's no time like the present, Bill. Get on the floor. Do those crunches. Eat that salad. Drink that water. Stop drinking that beer. Stop getting in the knife fights in the back of alleys. Okay, no one does that anymore. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay, I never actually did that. Let's be, let's be real. I'm not stupid. But you know what I'm saying? Your own personal doomsday clock. It doesn't even necessarily have to be your doctor. It can be your spouse or your kids, right? If you're happy, you got your kids and everything's going great and all of a sudden your kid starts acting out in school in a way that's not normal for them. Oh no, you don't want your kid to become a delinquent. You don't want your kid to become a non-productive member of society. You don't want anything horrible to happen to your kid, but you see the signs. You see the signs. Your personal doomsday for your kid clock. Whoa, I got to do something right now to stop my kid from doing something stupid. It'd be, oh no. 
right? Your kid's behavior is a doomsday clock. Applies to your spouse too. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go from man to woman this time because I'm a dude and I date ladies, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be gender specific. You can insert whoever you're dating in, in, into the equation. You know what I'm saying, right? You call your girlfriend and under normal circumstances, she has that wonderful sing-songy sound in her voice. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. It sounds like she's singing. Oh, this is great. Everything's going fantastic. And sometimes after you get used to each other, she still loves you, but it's not the excitement of the new thing anymore. You've been together for a while. Maybe you're married now. Maybe you're living together. Maybe you've just been dating for a long period of time. She still loves you. Everything's great, but she doesn't pick up the phone like, hey, baby, like she did in the beginning. She picks up, hey, you still get a little bit of the song. You get the single. You don't get the whole album. You get the single. You get a little bit of singing. Not a lot of singing, just a little bit. But every Everything's still cool, but what if you call her up and you're like, hey, what? Oh, you just moved closer to doomsday because now she doesn't like you enough to give you that wonderful greeting. She knows she hasn't seen you in six hours or eight hours or 10 hours or maybe a few days because you went on a business trip, but she's not excited to see you. She said, what? Oh. She's not ready to drop you yet. She's not going to divorce you. She's not thinking about divorcing, divorcing you, but she is not as happy to be with you. And that can lead to anything, right? You never know. Maybe she has a work husband. Ooh, you don't want to be a work husband. I've been the work husband. I'm the work husband that doesn't get it on with your wife because I won't cross that line because I'm not a piece of crap. But there's other guys who are work husbands and they've been looking at your wife all day, right? Every time they see your wife, she's all dialed up and looking great for work and everything. She's getting some water from the water cooler and he's looking at her from the back and seeing something that he likes from the back. And he likes it from the back. He likes it from the front too, but he definitely likes it from the back and he would like to see that vision, but without the clothes in the way. Ooh. She comes to work with a frown on her face because she's mad at you. Mad at you because you did something. Maybe you did something. Maybe you didn't. But either way, she's mad. And he gets to see her. And then even every time he sees her, he's got, oh, here's some donuts. He's got donuts for her. Here's some coffee. Thank you, Frank. Frank's bringing her donuts and coffee and listening to her complain about you. Right? She begins to come home and she's smiling when she comes home. And you're thinking, oh, man, whatever rough patch we went through she is over with. She's smiling now. She comes in the house. You walk up to give her a kiss. And you get a little bit of ear. You were throwing for mouth. You didn't even not just get you went for the mouth. You didn't even get cheek. You got the back of her ear and she gives you a little pat on the head. Ooh, why she's smiling. She's smiling because she's thinking about the donuts, the coffee and the wonderful conversation she had with Frank. And she's looking forward to seeing Frank tomorrow. She's not cheating on you. Not yet. She may never cheat on you, but at the very least, she's having an emotional affair. And that is your doomsday clock because it's only a matter of time before she either lets Frank do what Frank wants to do. Or even if she doesn't let Frank do what Frank would love to do, she may just get rid of you. She doesn't. She may have put Frank in the friend zone. Frank thinks he's getting some action. But as it turns out, Frank may be in the friend zone. He's never getting to get a shot. But that's not important. What's important is she's mad at you and she's opening the door very opening the door a little bit to getting rid of you. She hasn't decided to do it yet. She's still going to give it a chance. But the doomsday clock just moved a little further ahead. Oh, no. You do some soul searching. You decide to find out why is she not connected with me anymore? Oh, my goodness. You realize when was the last time you told her her butt 
When was the last time you hugged her and gave her a slobbed her down on the neck of me, girl? When was the last time you said some stuff in the ear that is not polite in public, but is perfect to be said in your wife's ear? Oh, yeah. When was the last time you did that, huh? When was the last time you brought her some flowers, huh? When was the last time you did all of those little things that you used to do back in the day, but you got too tired and too bored to do those things, and you stopped doing them? And all of a sudden, the little things that would be, you could leave a little note on the TV, and that brightened up her whole day now frank's bringing donuts and coffee yeah that's nice yeah, he wants a snack all right he wants a meal and that meal and that snack is your wife punk yeah, i said it but you were wise look at the doomsday clock oh. you go and get some flowers and you remember what her favorite flowers when you realize you haven't gotten her favorite flowers in years you get the flowers oh yeah you come home, you get some roses, and you smack the roses on the table. You take the rose petals, you sprinkle them across the floor. You sprinkle them up into the bedroom. You got the kids, you got the kids over to the grandparents' house. You got the rose petals all over the floor. You got our favorite flowers in the vase. You got the hot oils and all that stuff to rub her buttocks cheeks. You got all of that crap ready. You made her favorite meal and all. Okay, you didn't make her favorite meal. You went and bought it and put it in some plates. But she don't care as long as it's there, right? And she walks in. What's this? And then you, you say some really smooth line. I'm not going to use one of my smooth lines because I don't want y'all getting some action off my lines. I should get action off my lines, not y'all. Okay, how dare you try to trick me into giving you one of my smooth lines to get ladies to go. No, nah, Jack, those lines are just for me. Those lines are too good and too dangerous in your hands. But he uses one of them lines. Yeah, baby. baby, baby, baby. And she goes, ah, she laughs, right? And then he turns on the lights. I mean, I'm sorry, he turns off the lights. It's a candle lit thing there. They got the thing on, the, got the robe, your favorite flowers on the table. She can smell her favorite meal. She sees the rose petals on the floor. You apologize for not being what you should have been. And I'm not going to say what happens next, but what happens next is some dinner. And we go into the room with the oil and you rub it on her delicious buttocks cheeks and you do something nice. Maybe even do it twice, right? And then she goes to work and Frank's expecting her to complain about you. But you're not complaining about you this time. She's praising you. And Frank's like, oh, that's that's great. Because he realizes <laughs> he looked at his doomsday clock and bang, doomsday. You figured it out. You changed who you are. You become the man you used to be. And now Frank doesn't have a chance. And she's trying to figure out how all of a sudden Frank was her work husband. And now Frank's on the floor downstairs. The work husband is someone else. And he barely talks to her anymore because now he realizes he doesn't have a chance. That's what you get, Frank Punk. We all have personal doomsday clocks, my friend. I, back in the day, was the doomsday clock for my friends, man. You know, I grew up hood adjacent, so I could smell trouble when it was coming. I could smell it. And I would try to tell my friends, you know, and these guys just didn't believe me. I'd walk into a bar. And if you grew up hood adjacent or in the hood, or you were around street dudes and I knew street dudes and I was around street dudes. I wasn't street dudes, but the street dudes knew me and I understood the street dudes and I knew how to stay out of trouble with the street dudes and street dudes respected me. If you were one of those dudes, you knew about the what was going on you can walk into a building you can s smell the problems <laughs> and smell the trouble you know at times i would walk into a place and i would look around and i knew the energy was wrong and i could look around the building and i could see where the trouble was going to start i could see the dudes in this case in the place not to rob it but deciding who's enough of a punk for me to try to test right who's soft in here right 
and I knew it was coming. I could see guys bumping in the other dude just to see what the response would be. Right. And you have to have the right response. You can go, hey, you mother jugs and speed. I'll go back. Oh, you won't fight right now. You know, the, the, the best thing to do is, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We good? You cool? You cool? You all right, man? Right. And be careful, bro. We don't, we don't want to bump. You know, you have to find the right way to answer it so they'll know you're not a punk, but they'll also know you're not soft. If they know you're not a punk and you're not soft, they will leave you alone. If they think you're soft, you're going to get worked over. If they think you're a tough guy, they're going to have to test you. You got to find the right way to handle it. And I always know the right way to handle it. And I could smell the trouble. Here comes the trouble. And I smell the trouble. I said, guys, we got to get out of here. I can smell the trouble. I was trying to be their doomsday clock. Come on, S man. You being paranoid, man. I'm telling you right now, it ain't going to be long. Come on, man. Get out of here, man. And there'd always be a couple of friends that looked at me and they were like, oh, I think, uh, think I'm going to go with S on this one. Come on, man. We'll meet y'all later. And then me and the other two people who weren't stupid would go over to the diner and chill. And we'd be sitting there drinking coffee. And the people at the diner knew us, so they loved us being there. Drinking coffee, eating. We were in our 20s and 30, 20s at the time, teens and 20s at the time. So, of course, you can eat all night and nothing happens to you. <laughs> Those were the days. I just looked at a donut and my ass got bigger. <laughs> and it sucks. Back to the story, right? So we're sitting there and it's 1235 when we get there, drinking the coffee, having conversations, looking at the clock. And about a half an hour later, they come walking in all frazzled. What the hell, man? You won't believe what happened? I said, really? I won't believe what happened. Let me guess. The guy in the black that was wearing the sunglasses and the guy that had the coat on that was too much and the guy that this, that, and the guy that was wearing this, they all got into a fight at the bar and it spilled over to everybody else and the police came. How'd you know? I just know. And you would figure when I did that a couple of times, that would be enough to make these chumps understand that I knew what I was talking about at the time, right? But no, it had to happen four or five more times before they realized they needed to, if I decided that I checked the temperature and the temperature was off, they needed to move their punk behinds out of there because I knew something was going to pop off. I was their doomsday clock. But unfortunately, I kind of nerded up around them and I started to lose some of my doomsday clock, <laughs> some of my doomsday, doomsday clock abilities because a couple of times, maybe two or three times, I couldn't read the room because I was too busy being a dweeb like my friends. I love those people, but, but they're still still nerds. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're in the middle of some, you know, altercations where like I was like, I can't believe I didn't see that coming. Oh, and then you got to wind up punching your way out of a bar with dudes beating each other up and you had to crack a person in the face just to get out of there because they won't let you out because they want to fight oh. but that's what it is man the world society we have a doomsday clock and we need to pay attention to the doomsday clock we got to make sure we take care of the planet we got to make sure we take care of each other we got to make sure we look out for everybody jack because if we do that everything will be cool wouldn't it be kind of cool if the doomsday clock moved really, really far away from midnight? Wouldn't it be great if the doomsday clock went from 90 seconds to midnight to a quarter hour to midnight to a half an hour to midnight, right? To maybe even move the doomsday clock back to noon. Wouldn't that be great? Better yet, move it back to midnight the day before doomsday. Move it all the way back. Get to the point where we ain't got to worry about doomsday. That would be so cool. But since it's not something we can do globally overnight, 
it's kind of cool that we can, on a personal level, move our doomsday clock, right? Move it back, right? I'm trying to move my doomsday clock back, you know, getting myself back in shape, you know, hanging around good people, eating better foods, doing all good, good things. And I'm hoping that you, all the people that are listening to me right now and the people that will be listening to this, this episode in the future, I'm hoping that you take a look at your doomsday clock and do whatever it takes to move your hand backwards so you can move as far away from doomsday as possible because I don't want you to have a doomsday. You dig? Cool. All right, folks, this has been episode number 146 of the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Thank you very much for coming back. This show is here every Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday. So set your calendars, my friend, Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe, my friends, Tuesday and Thursday. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a family to tell everybody. Tuesdays and Thursdays for the show, my friend. Rate and review the show, my friend. And I will see you again next time, okay? Much love to you and take care.